0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this week we're excited to be joined by rising Kentucky senior and freshly minted All-American on beam, Isabella Magnelli. Isabella is actually somebody that we've been wanting to get on the show. We actually wanted to have her on before last season, but we're glad that we waited because she had an amazing season, bringing in scores of 99 plus on three events all season long and helping her team qualify to the NCAA championships for only the second time in history. So this week she joins us to reflect back on her incredible season and what lies ahead for her senior year. So without further ado, please welcome to the show Isabella Magnoli. want to start by talking about your performance individually this season because you had career highs on vault with a 995 and beam with a 9975 and a lot of people online were saying that they feel like this was your best season yet so I'm curious if you feel that way
1: yeah so I agree with them actually and I think that since I excelled on beam so much this year that's why people thought that because even I think that I did a little bit better in Florida last year and vault I struggled with last year, but I definitely did a whole lot better with vault this year. Uh, but I think scoring so well on beam and being that anchor for Kentucky, that's why people thought that this has been my best season yet. And, you know, this was like my third year. So I already had two years under my belt. So I I could definitely say that this is my best season yet, yeah.
0: And you're the anchor on BEAM. Is that a position that you like being in? Because I imagine that that's not a position a lot of gymnasts would envy, but do you like the pressure that comes with that?
1: Yeah, so when I got recruited by Rachel, she knew that I was, I loved BEAM. So I love practicing BEAM. I love competing BEAM, and I have my whole life. And I told her when I got there, I was like, I want to be the anchor for BEAM, and I'm going to work until I get that spot. So being able to finally get the anchor spot this year and working towards that has been a dream because I've always dreamed to be an anchor on beam, which is (laughs) not (laughs) likely with many gymnasts, especially, but I knew that that spot I could really excel in. So
0: I feel like every gymnast kind of has an event that's like their event. Do you feel like beam is your event?
1: Yeah, for sure. I definitely think beam is my event. And I think that because it's such a hard event to compete at. I try and embrace that. And I think that having that as my best event, also being one of the hardest to compete makes it even that much better.
0: Well, you're super consistent. I think you only went below 9.85 once this season and you can always count on you to get a score above 9.9, which is amazing. So what do you attribute that to? Is it like an increase in confidence or what what do you think it is that's made you that much better this year?
1: Yeah, so definitely increasing confidence. I've always been confident competing, but I think having my teammates right there by my side and, you know, all preseason this past year, they've just been like talking into me like, Bella, oh, you're so good at beam. I can't wait for you to be an anchor and just having like the confidence from my beam coach, my teammates. And then also something that really attributed to my really good performances on beam was my faith grew very strong and i just was able to trust in the lord with literally everything that i've done this year practicing and competing so i think that that's also allowed me compete so well is just trusting in him because i <laughs> can't really do everything on my own so he is my power and so i think that also has been a huge reason why i've competed so well this year and getting those high scores. Also, you know, always having my teammates by my side um, through every competition. They trust me so much in that anchor spot that I think that I it doesn't seem so big to me, that spot, you know what I mean? So I kind of just compete. And no matter what spot I am, I always feel the same. Because my freshman year, I bounced a couple places. Last year, I stayed the same. But I told my coach, I was like, going because when we were trying to figure out lineup, she was like do you like the anchor spot I think it was like our first uh inner squad we had and I was anchor and I think I fell or well, I didn't do well she was like did it get you scared like were you waiting around too long and I was like honestly no Rachel like I just had an off day but you know going first or going last or in the middle it de- didn't really uh, affect me either way so I think that also attributed to it as well
0: do you get nervous? Like if there's a fall before you in the lineup, does that like rattle <laughs> you at all? Are you just cool about it? Do you even like pay attention? Do you know if someone's fallen before you?
1: Yeah, so having to wait five people before me, I've learned um, throughout the whole season, like, all right, what, what do I do before I go? Because I don't want to keep on working on the side, you know, do like cook back of handsprings or just dance throughs. And then I just don't want to also just wait around. So I try to just watch my teammates probably up until the third person goes and then I'll go, you know, do some dance throughs, do some back handsprings, kind of get myself, you know, moving, but it's actually funny. (laughs) You're probably going to think I'm crazy, but if someone (laughs) falls for some reason, I, I'm actually less nervous and I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I think it's because if my, if my beam team everyone did so amazing and then like i'm the last person and like i mess up i feel like my beam team just did so good and then i just ended them on a terrible note type thing but if someone falls for some reason like i don't get as nervous and i think that's because i know there's i know i have to be perfect to where the nerves kind of goes away in a way this one time at a home meet when jill got a zero that was the most nervous I've ever been for beam ever because um we were, I think it was a really close meet. It was like, we were like up, but because of that, we could have gave it away. And I know a lot, like two years ago we used to do that. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, I was so nervous before, but I knew right before then I was like, please Lord take my anxiety and just give, fill me with your calmness and confidence. And I think that really helped me. But yeah, know, for some reason when someone falls, I don't know, really, like, get more nervous or anything.
0: Well, we love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your team loves it too. It's, it's great yeah. that you're that confident in yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: So there was a lot of really incredible teams this year. I feel like this is one of the most intense and competitive seasons of college gymnastics that Mm -hmm. we've maybe ever seen. Mm -hmm. And your team, in the end, was one of the top eight teams that made it to Fort Worth. So looking back at regionals, what was it like in that moment when you realized that you guys were moving on as a team?
1: Um, Honestly, just blessed. And I can speak from like from all my teammates. We just honestly feel so blessed. And I feel like when we first started the season, we kinda we kind of knew that we were gonna make it to nationals this year. Preseason kind of went on and we were like, all right, we need to get like we need to get it together. We're here to compete. And so being there at regionals and, you know, we were in a pretty tough session because Ohio State, you know, they've been competing amazing all year round. And so has um Alabama although we beat Alabama this season, we never competed against Oklahoma, nor have we ever competed in their venue. So I think going there and understanding that we need to give it our all and we need to be perfect. And we need to do everything that we do in the gym, we need to compete just this one day. And that one routine that, you know, allows us to make it to nationals, which has been my whole team's dream ever since we've been on the team. So I think that we just knew that if we go out there, we do our best, that we were going to make it. And we were all just waiting for that day since the start of the season because we knew we were so good. We knew that we could make it to nationals this year. So I think that really helped just being so confident. And, you know, starting off beam so strong, like we broke a program record on beam at second day regionals, which is probably the hardest competi- competition day ever.
0: Yeah, truly.
1: Yeah, so I think starting off really strong on beam allowed us to be that much more confident going to the other events and, you know, floor we had little hiccups here and there. It wasn't our best, but we knew then we had to push on the other two and vault bars were amazing competing at. And we kind of thrive off of second day competing. You know, first day I feel like especially with like the traveling and everything, we're kind of just getting our bodies back moving. So our first day wasn't the best, but we knew that the second day we had to go out there and just kill it. And that's exactly what we did. So our minds were just right that day. And so were our bodies for sure.
0: Yeah. And now heading into championships, what was the mindset? Because you guys were in the toughest semifinal that I maybe have ever seen. You had UCLA, Utah, Oklahoma, and then you guys. So super, super competitive. What was the mindset going in? Were you guys just like happy to be there at that point? Or were you actually going for a spot on the floor on the floor and believing you guys could actually do that?
1: Of course, we were so happy. But we weren't like, yes, we finally made it. Now let's just go out there and just have so much fun not really like perform and have that toughness that we've had this whole season and that fight to make it to final four um we definitely wanted to make it to the final four like there was no doubt we were actually upset when you know we went to bars and we kind of fell off and that we kind of knew that we were in a little bit of a hole um and i could tell when i looked at my teammates everyone was kind of down and energy was down everything and you know i pulled them together after bars and i was like listen it's not over yet like Anything can happen. You saw it in the first session. Literally anything can happen. It's not over. Keep fighting. Get your mind right back because, you know, I could tell the energy was just not good. So we went over to Beam and we killed it, but we kind of knew that, you know, we didn't have a chance after that. So we just tried to have fun as a team throughout the last two events. And, you know, we still pushed to, you know, do our best, even though we kind of knew that it was kind of over. But we did go into nationals, you know, wanting to make it to the final four. And when we realized we didn't, we we were upset. I don't know if we all thought that we were going to be like upset for not making it to the second session just because we've worked so hard just to make it to nationals. But we knew if we could go out there and compete to our best that we could make it to the final four. So our mindsets were definitely strong and tight mind. But I think sometimes it's kind of hard when Certain people struggle on the team during those types of atmospheres. And then it kind of trickles down and kind of affects your other teammates. And I think just we've kind of been really good at fighting this year. And that's exactly what we did. So, you know, everyone can't be perfect every competition. But being there as a team, we were just so excited.
0: You guys have a lot to be proud of, because that was only the second time in history that Kentucky Mm -hmm. had been to to NCAAs, and you guys finished sixth, which is, you know, the highest finish in program history, so what do you think that says about the future of the program?
1: I'm so excited for the future. I think that we finally proved to people that we're not underdogs anymore, and that's been like a big name with us throughout the past years but definitely this year said we were the underdogs underdogs but kept on telling a couple people how you know calling us underdogs kind of kind of makes us like even that more motivated and that more determined to keep on proving them wrong like we did each season and I think that we kind of made a name for ourselves this year And even our athletic director realized that. And I just know that these next years to come, we're just going to continue to be that much better. And the recruits coming in are insane. We have amazing freshmen coming in who have great mindsets already. They've already been practicing like the college finishes, the college sticks and everything. And they're just so eager to come in and work. And also bring me back to really good gymnasts that get us those high scores and make us go to nationals are coming back so i think that our team is going to be pretty stellar next year and can't wait
0: (laughs) no like you guys are going to be even stronger next year oh yeah oh yeah
1: for sure we're definitely going to be stronger mentally physically we finally like pushed through this year proving people proving our school everyone in kentucky that you know we're not just the gymnastics team but we are one of the best sports team at this school so i'm excited
0: (laughs) Yeah. With Reyna and Ariana coming back, did you guys know all season long or is it something that you just found out?
1: Yeah. So um, we kind of knew about Worley. She's been wanting to do a fifth year for quite a while. But Ariana, no, I've been I've been like forcing it out of her. I've been like, please stay for my senior year, please. Like, I don't want you to leave yet. Like, I literally don't ever want you to leave. And um She was like Bella, you're crazy, and I was like, no, please stay. And I think it was the day before she announced it to us. I said something to her, and she was like, "Mm -hmm," and kind of laughed. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're staying. And she was like, Bella, no. And I was like, no, you're staying. You're you're such a bad liar. Like you cannot lie, Ari. And so then, literally the next day, she announced it to the team, and I was like, I knew it. You (laughs) knew. (laughs) Yeah, I just know she, she, um, I feel like each year she has just gotten so much better. And, you know, her freshman year, she didn't have a season because of her corn Achilles. And so this really is, I guess you could say like, her fifth year now. So I think that's just really cool. And each year, she's just been getting better and better. So I can't wait to have her back next year.
0: So I know season literally just wrapped up. But have you thought at all about future goals, either for yourself or for the team? Is there any goals that you have just kind of like right off the bat?
1: Yeah. So I think just having the freshmen coming in, I really want to help them out coming in. I think this year we kind of struggled with the freshmen coming in just because there was just a bunch of injuries and stuff. And since it's six of them, that's a lot of girls. So I kind of want to Me, My team and I really want to help them feel really welcomed and to get them into, okay, you're in college gymnastics, like we're here to work. And I really want to make them understand that. That's one of my goals just for the team, you know, to hit it right off the bat. But even coming back, like after season, we've just been in the gym, like grinding and working so hard. So that's really cool. We haven't sat down as a team to like come up with goals yet, but I do know that I want to work more mentally with like my team i think we're physically there but sometimes mentally we could be shut out or not have as strong of a mindset so i think that could be one of our goals this year and then individually just honestly so my whole goal since i've been here is to compete all around but my coach kind of shuts me down on bars halfway during the season my past three years just because you know, he had a good bar group, and then he had two backups, and I would be one of the backups, and he knew that I was so valuable on the other three events that he didn't want me to get hurt on, like, bars, say, for example, because that would be terrible. Um, So, he would always shut me down, like, midway through on the season with bars. I would just do, you know, some basics and stuff. Of course, my individual goal is to at least compete all around for at least one
0: meet. So. Okay, we were wondering about that, because I know we haven't seen you compete bars yet, but...
1: Yeah, no, I, I love bars and this this year I was really close. But you know, the girls that uh got hurt came back and got their spot back, which I'm so happy for them. But yeah, no, I do love bars, but it's definitely it's definitely a competition, in the gym for um spots for sure, especially with bars. We have we have a great group of bar girls and even the girls coming in are amazing at bars too. So I, I feed off that um competition for sure, especially with bars since that was always my weak suit my whole life but definitely coming to Kentucky he's made me into a bar worker and a bar swinger and I think that's really cool but it was hard for me during the season not training bars and not being a backup or an option just because I was so eager to just be an all-arounder but then I realized that you know he was doing me a favor and our team he didn't want he was looking out for me it wasn't like him being like no Bella let's just not do it was he he was really looking out for me and That was kind of hard for me to process at first, but then I realized and I got caught and I was okay with it, which was pretty cool because I am such a competitor. And so this is probably the longest I haven't done a release move or dismount on bars in a while. And I finally got back to it the second season was done, (laughs) which I was really excited about. But um, yeah, definitely all around is definitely my individual goal
0: here. Have you ever exhibition bars?
1: So he, I know, but I think that he personally just thinks that I don't even need an exhibition. He knows if I'm out there, if he's going to put me out there to compete, I can compete. And he's told me that before, um, because I am very consistent on bars. Um, My form is just wasn't really there, I guess. But I worked and worked and worked to get it to be really good. But my freshman year, I... My freshman year, I think I would warm up a little bit, but my sophomore year, I warmed up a few times as well during, in the beginning of the season.
0: So when do you guys know the lineups? Is that something that you know, like the week before, do you know, like I'm going to be in this lineup and this lineup, or does it stay pretty much the same throughout the season?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, during preseason, that's when everyone's trying to figure out like what event I'm going to be in, if I'm going to be a backup, if I'm going to be in lineup. And then I don't want to say it's kind of like up in the air each week but I think in the beginning of season it somewhat is you know we have an idea of who's in lineup who's going to be the backups and then it's it's really who performs to where they should and who really excels at competing that event and our backups that we always have if they go into either event they will excel so I think we have really good great gymnasts on these teams that if like a backup were to go into a spot we would still be just as good but during end of the season I feel like midway through we just know the lineups unless like some freak thing happens you know but a lot of times sometimes backups actually fluctuate sometimes but I would say starting midseason all the way to the end the lineups
0: pretty much stay the same. Gotcha. So now in the off season, are you working any upgrades?
1: Yeah. So um, I told my floor coach, Chad, that I really want to work on double A's on floor. Um, I've worked on it in 2021 and it was really good, but my ankle is bothering me, so they didn't want to push it. Um, So that's something I'm working on. And then also on beam, I have a new little combo pass that I'm going to do. I'm going to work on, what, I've done it before, but I'm going to do a front aerial into a switch side, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then vault stays the same. Your
0: vault <laughs> and is a I feel like your stick yeah. rate is pretty high, honestly. It's
1: actually funny you say that. I started landing a whole lot better this year than I did last year. I don't know if you've ever seen my vaults from freshman year to now but it is like a whole new person like i was twisting before i even flipped my freshman year i wasn't landing good last year i struggled with my vaults because i was trying to be so perfect and it was just messing me up and then this year i really figured out my timing my flare out my landings were a whole lot better this year and you know during practice i have stuck a whole lot more than i've competed sticking but I think that's another one of my goals is just, you know, practicing that sticking for my ball and really feeling my body and what I need to do in order to stick it. Because I get so high in the air and I have so much time and you would think that I'd be able to stick it every time. So I'm just I have so much time before it lands. <laughs> um, but I have that much more adrenaline energy of course when I go into a competition that I it's hard for me to work with it in that moment of time yeah so i think that's something that i also need to work on is just you know okay i have this much energy i have this much adrenaline what do i need to do in order to get that stick which is i already know what to do but you know during the moment i try and think about it but you know a lot of times it just doesn't um go that way so i think that's something that i'm also gonna really nail next season but yeah and then bars of course no upgrades just getting back to doing my um skills and routine
0: so next season, if I'm not mistaken, there's going to be renovations done in Memorial Coliseum. So you guys are actually going to have all of your home meets in Rupp Arena, which you set your attendance record there this year against LSU. And I don't know if like our listeners know this, but it's a huge arena. I was looking it up yeah. and I believe it's like the second largest basketball arena in like all of you know, the yeah. entire play. Um, <laughs> definitely the biggest for all the college gymnastics team. So, mm-hmm. how excited are you to have your home meets there and get to compete there every home yeah.
1: meet? Oh, very excited. I'm so excited, especially since it's my senior year competing in rough That's going to be insane. And, you know, our BBM fans are amazing. And let me tell you, Memorial was packed every home meet, packed all the way up to the top, even on both sides. And my freshman and sophomore year, it wasn't like that, and I know COVID was whatever freshman year, but even my sophomore year, you know, we got a lot more fans, but we didn't—they didn't pack the arena like they did last year, and. I think also making it to nationals and placing six overall and just making a name for ourselves. I have a really good feeling that we're going to have a really good fan base at all of our home meets next season, especially being in Rupp, because who doesn't want to just go to Rupp, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> 20,000 people, I think it holds. That's so crazy. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. And... I don't think we would ever, like, you know, make it look – actually excitedly last year, we, um, this past season, we packed it pretty good. There was yeah. a lot of people there, so – Never say never. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say it would be amazing to have that
0: every home meet. I feel like there's just something about competing in this huge arena. Like, it could be halfway filled, but it just feels – the environment just feels different. Yeah, like, you, you guys so feel special. So-
1: Yes, so different. And I think that it's going to feel more like our home, you know, because we only have one meet each year competing in Rupp. So it didn't, it felt like home because of our fans and everything and it was blue. But it also felt like we weren't, we weren't used to that, you know, that we never compete in Rupp only once a year. So I think that competing there every home meet next year is going to really feel like home and it's going to feel amazing having Rupp as like our home arena.
0: We haven't been to a Kentucky meet, so maybe this will be the year.
1: Yeah, yes, you have to come, especially in rough. Yeah, yes. yes,
0: we'll add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, you have to. <laughs> so you're going into your senior year. Maybe you're starting to think about future plans. I mean, maybe not. You still got a little bit of time. <laughs> Don't want to <laughs> forward too much. But what are some of your career goals? We were looking online at your yeah. majors: merchandising, apparel, and textiles. Can you explain what that is and what you want to do with yeah. that?
1: yeah so before i came here i told my academic advisor i was like listen i love fashion so what major do i go into and kentucky they only have merchandising as a fashion major so basically i can kind of do anything with that my minor is also business so i know i definitely want to go into the fashion industry Um, I have a long-term career goal for myself, and that is to come out with my own little department store, also having styling alongside with that store, either in-person, virtual lookbooks, and all that stuff. But I actually am doing an internship this summer with Dillard's that I actually just got the other day. So I'm going to be one-on-one with the manager, so I'm going to learn all the managerial roles and everything. So... I think that's gonna really position me into my long-term goals uh, with my career, but yeah, working in the fashion industry. Not sure exactly what yet. Yeah, have no, I have had no experience before, so having this opportunity to have this internship with Dillard's, I'm really excited because I kind of, I basically learn all the ins and outs of a department store, which is really cool. So I'm excited with that. But yeah.
0: So is that something that you've always been interested in?
1: yeah so my dad's a um personal trainer and he was a pro baseball player so my whole life i kind of always been in the athletic world Uh, my sister played d1 lacrosse at boston university she was amazing so i was so educated in like health in the body And, you know, from my dad being with him and growing up and he made me work out when I was four years old, I kind of was really educated in that world. And so I kind of wanted to go kind of health. But then I realized that, you know, I love fashion. You know, what do I want to do long term that I'm going to love my job? Because that was one thing that I definitely wanted to do to figure out a career path that I was going to love doing. I didn't really care about the money. I knew eventually, no matter what major career you go you can work yourself up in order to get the big bucks if you really want to um so i knew i just wanted to love what i was doing so my whole life i loved makeup fashion i always knew i had a really good eye on like outfits and everything like that so merchandising was really the only major i could really go into here but i learned so much and i can kind of do anything with merchandising i'm also gonna get my mba So that's going to be really good for me later on in life as well. So
0: we always ask gymnasts what they're majoring in. And this is the first time we've heard anything in fashion, but I love that. I love that. I know. I feel
1: like I'm, and it's funny too, because it's not just gymnastics. I'm kind of one of the only, like, especially here, one of the only athletes at UK that really has a merchandising major. Mm -hmm. Um, Many people go health or kinesiology
0: yeah, um,
1: or even engineering. So Yeah, I feel like it's kind of funny you guys say that because I always thought it was pretty cool because all my classes are all sorority girls and I'm just the only athlete there and I'm like, hi. And all my other friends have classes together or they have other athletes in their classes. I'm really excited to see what the future has for me. And yeah.
0: Yeah, we had to ask you about it because like we said, we were looking at your bio and we saw that it just stuck out. I I don't think I've ever seen a gymnast with that degree. It's awesome. Thank you. So, last question. I have to ask you this as well because I saw on Instagram there was this really cute video of this little girl who was getting a one-on-one lesson with you, and she was just so excited. She was crying. It just like made her day. What is that like for you, just to see the impact that you have on little kids? Because I feel yeah. like when you're a young gymnast. You know, we all have people that we look up to, but now to be that person that people are looking up to and seeing a little girl get so emotional what is that like? I I watched
1: that video and I cried honestly because we are such amazing athletes and especially being college gymnasts we have those little girls that always look up to us at you know after meets we're signing their autographs and stuff but you don't realize how much of an impact you have until you see something like that her name's Ainsley she went to um, UK gymnastics camp as well so I would always I would see her there but Seeing that video and seeing that she was just so excited because I made just a video saying, hi, I can't wait to see you, happy birthday. I had to like, I had to think back and I was like, Lord, thank you just so much for blessing me, you know, spiritually and also like physically, just blessing me with like a talent that I can show these little girls and push them to be in my position that I am now. You know, God puts you on the earth for a reason and i knew that one of his reasons was so i could be an impact to like not only little girls but also like people that are my age as well i have a big heart so i always love helping people i always love like just showing so much love to people when I went to go visit her I just savored that hour and and we were past the hour and the mom was like I'm so sorry I'm I said don't please don't be sorry like I want to be here with your daughter she's having so much fun I'm helping her not only is it helping her but it's also helping me as a person you know just grow spiritually and just like help myself understand that like I'm not here to just do gymnastics and although i made my name for myself this year which was amazing but i also want to do something with that and i don't want to just you know take it for granted or be selfish and cocky about it cuz you know that can really get to people and it spirals down from there so i always just kept a really big heart and um i wanted to give back and you know i went all the way to indiana and although that's only an hour and a half but I feel like many people in, like, college in general would be like, oh, it's an hour and a half. I don't know if I should do it. I'm kind of tired. But, like, I wanted to take my time out of my day to go and do that girl a favor because I didn't even see her yet. And I just made a video and she was crying.
0: Yeah. And you probably made her entire year.
1: Yes, I did. And just, like, knowing that... that was amazing, you know, because I always look at the other girls signing their posters, signing their stuff after meets and they're also excited, but they're also kind of nervous to talk to you. But, you know, that's so cool. But you don't realize even just like a one simple like out of your way high to a girl that you didn't think that they recognized you, you know. Yeah, um, it's just amazing. I know I was at Nationals and I, and I was on the line to you know, get a shirt or whatever. And I saw this girl and she was kind of eyeing me like here. And she was kind of nervous to say hi. And I was like, hi. And she was like, oh gosh, I take a picture. Because, you know, I remember when I was younger, I would look at these girls and I'd be like, yeah, I'm kind of nervous. I was shy a little bit. You know, I want to say hi, but I don't think, I don't know if they're going to think I'm like weird, you know, and I never want little girls to feel insecure. I think that is something, especially with this world now that, You know, they try and be this person that they're not or they, you know, they look up to these girls that aren't the right person that they should look up to. So I think that I just wanted, especially after doing that one on one with Ainsley and everything and her mom was amazing, just made me realize how much of an impact I do have on these little girls, Um, not only with my gymnastics, but like who I am and what I am about
0: yeah it's amazing it's so much bigger than yourself and i think that stuff like that probably really puts it in perspective for you
1: yes definitely
0: so we want to finish up we usually do some like random fun not gymnastics related yes. questions yes. So super random questions so first one if you can remember what's the last online purchase that you made
1: oh gosh i buy way too much okay my last well i just went to the mall today but my last Online purchase was um on Amazon. It was clip and extensions.
0: There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't do online shopping. So my next question was gonna be if you went to the mall, then what did you get at the mall?
1: <laughs> okay, well I went to the mall today and I went to Sephora and I got all new makeup. And then I also went to dry goods and I got a shirt. I got a cute belt and a sweatshirt. Then I went to Ulta and I bought two other things.
0: <laughs> you want more makeup <laughs> yeah I bought
1: more makeup that Sephora didn't have <laughs> <laughs> There we go.
0: what about favorite way to spend a day off
1: oh probably honestly you know I always say like I just want to lay in my bed but every single time I lay in my bed I always think I'm being too lazy and I'm just ruining my whole day I try and spend more time with my dog also I guess maybe like going out to the store maybe bag a little something it's actually funny I know this is like a quick question but this semester like I've only had one class so I basically have had like an off day like all the time but when I don't have gymnastics I feel I feel lazy throughout the whole day and I hate it
0: so (laughs) what is your biggest passion outside of gymnastics
1: probably fashion and makeup
0: what about if you could relive one moment in your life which would it be oof that's a hard one that's kind of a deep one (laughs)
1: gymnastics wise I'll say the time where I got a 10 from a judge at the Alabama meet on beam when I tell you I thought I was living a dream like everything was going in slow motion with all my teammates just around me that was crazy um and then outside of gymnastics I don't know if I know
0: honestly you're 10 from one judge is a good one. And I feel like you had a couple beam routines that should have just been a 10 outright, but that's just my opinion.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm so, it's funny because I don't ever really watch myself after. I'm just too hard on myself to where I feel like if I watch myself, I'm going to be like, oh, that's here, that's there. Like, I don't really know. Um, But I kind of already know after the fact and like maybe the little thing that I got taken off or whatever. And I just try to like, get back to and work on it the next day of practice but yeah it's funny I sometimes I'm like oh my gosh like this is just such a blessing I think getting like such high scores throughout this whole season I told my coach this it kind of made me realize how good of a gymnast I am on being because it's funny if you think of like I get these scores sometimes and I'm like oh my gosh like this is like I'm I'm surprised still and I think that that was something that shouldn't be there throughout this whole season i kind of like realized that okay i am this good
0: yeah Yeah. you're (laughs) that girl i feel like i always saw the potential in your gymnastics even before you got to college like when you were like the gymnastics and stuff i always loved your gymnastics so to see you really like blossom this year i was just so happy for you (laughs)
1: thank you that's so sweet thank you so much i always like i was always there my basics wasn't there and i went to a gym before And I think my basics were just rushed. And I can't even imagine if I went to ENA first on how much better I would have been throughout my whole years in gymnastics. Yeah. But I'm so thankful that, like, I am where I am and I'm doing what I am now.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. When did you get to ENA?
1: I got to, e- I got to ENA late. I got to ENA after I competed already one year of level nine.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, that
1: is crazy. Yeah. So I kind of knew that I wasn't gonna get a really high uh high school to offer me a scholarship my first gym. So I kind of wanted a little bit of a change. And so I went to ENA and even then they had to work on my basics. Like I relearned my giants. I kind of relearned kind of like a little bit of everything. But yeah, no, I didn't go until I was after my first year of level nine.
0: Well that makes yeah. what you're doing now even more impressive.
1: Yeah, right. I'm like yeah. sometimes I think about it. I was thinking about this the other day and I was like imagine if I started off at ENA like maybe I could have been in elite for a couple of years maybe I could have been like that much better on like everything you know what I mean because yeah. basics is so important at gymnastics especially like when you first start doing it if you don't have good basics then it's kind of hard to get like the bigger skills or at least be really good at it
0: yeah it's the foundation of everything you do exactly yeah I just realized we didn't ask you this, and it just popped in my head. Why did you choose Kentucky? What was
1: the reason? I have a whole story. It's actually <laughs> one of my favorite. It's actually one of my favorite stories to say. I think it really inspires people. Um, so it was my beginning of my sophomore. No, summer going into my sophomore year. Um, is when I was looking at colleges, and colleges were offering me. I got three offers from these schools that I wasn't too happy with like I knew I didn't really want to go there but if I had to I would so one day I reached out to about 30 colleges on email and I go back downstairs to my father and he was like I guess because Kentucky basketball at that time was just really big my dad's big sports guy and he was like did you email Kentucky and I was like no he was like why not I was like I'm not good enough and he was like go upstairs and go email them So I email them and the next day I go into practice and my coach goes, did you email Kentucky? And I was like, yeah, they're like, they want to come in and see you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is the only school out of probably 30 schools that I emailed that ever contacted back to my coach. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it ranged between like ranks 30th, ranked 20th, like rank 10th, like it ranged between all the schools that like I thought that I would be interested in. So it was about that time I visited. They offered me and I was so ready to say yes. I like felt it in my heart. I never felt that way before. And he was like, Tim was like, go home, talk about it with your family. And I was like, okay. So I'm in the Lexington Airport and my coach texts me and goes, so and so wants you to call them. And this school I really liked before I even mentioned, before I even reached out to Kentucky. But they were a little like, and she graduated a year early. And I was like, no. So they kind of didn't have a spot for me. And I didn't stop kind of talking to them. And so I go back into the gym the next day. And that school offered me. And now my mind is going crazy. Because I'm like, I don't know which school I should go to. I was so set. But now I'm not sure. And so I made a pros and cons list of the schools. And then I prayed to the Lord. And I asked him, please give me a sign. Because I don't know. I'm torn and so kentucky's like thing is sea blue right and so you know a gymnastics gym there's kind of like a good eve like a good set of like blue and red and like the you know and i walk to that gym every day blue doesn't stand out to me so i walk into the gym and like the blue mats would just like stand out to me like my eyes were like hurting just staring at the blue i was like oh my gosh like what is this like why are all these blue mats just like standing out to me And then that was God's sign of coming to Kentucky. So I knew to come here from the Lord. He told me, I asked him for a sign. He said, see blue. And literally all I could see was blue. So That's why I chose Kentucky. I love that.
0: It's amazing. (laughs) And also it's totally iconic that you were like, I'm not good enough to make Kentucky's team. And then here you are. (laughs) And now you're like (laughs) one of the best.
1: (laughs) No, and it's and it's crazy too, because I always tell people that story. And I'm like, never doubt yourself because I even emailed schools that were below Kentucky ranked. I think Kentucky was ranked twelfth at the time or maybe 10th. But I just thought it wasn't good enough. And that is the only school that reached back out.
0: The only school. I bet all those schools are regretting their lives right now. Yeah,
1: right? They're like, <laughs> or they never saw my email. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, but I, I enjoyed my recruiting process so much. I enjoyed it. And I think that a lot of gymnasts, you know, they stress too much about it because so many people are so like social media based, especially now with like, their gymnastics on their Instagram and all this and that, like, oh, I got an offer from here, I visit there. And I think that really makes these girls stressed out a lot of times. And I just tell people enjoy the process. Like everything is going to happen for a reason. Of course, my faith is so big. So I always just pray. But you know, I think that Seeing other people getting something that they're not getting in the moment right now really puts a toll on these girls' like minds, especially because gymnastics is not easy mentally, and that just makes it worse, especially going through the recruiting phase because every girl I meet, they always hate it going through the recruiting phase. But I, I enjoyed it so much because it's – and my father made me really enjoy it too because he's like – enjoy it it's so cool he wanted to go on so many visits he came to all the visits with me he was like like even if it's schools you're not interested like go visit like it's fun like enjoy this moment for the people in this world don't get this opportunity you know what i mean they're not they're not athletes and i used to go to a big sports high school and even the people that um didn't go to college for an athletic team but they went to college for like wants to be in a sorority or whatever they would be stressed too but they would get so happy that they got like into their dream school and so just like I just always try and tell these gymnasts like don't stress it's okay enjoy it like you have to do it it only happens one time you know just like college it goes by like that like enjoy it but like getting recruited by colleges is crazy well
0: and also. Like your proof that you should just shoot your shot even, because I always say this, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Mm-hmm. So if you don't send the email, the answer is just going to be no anyways, because you didn't send the email. Yeah. So you might as well reach out, send the emails, and you never know what might happen, because look at you.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you'll always regret at the end.
0: Last question. Mm-hmm. Do you have any fun plans for the summer?
1: Well, I go home Saturday, and I live in New York, so I'm so excited to go back home. Um, I'm gonna spend time with my family. I'm gonna go into the city because I haven't been to New York City since 2020. So I'm gonna go into the city, just spend some time with my family. And then I come back here in June. So I have my internship this summer up until August. So I'll be doing that basically all summer while practicing and stuff and spending time with my teammates too. Cause this is when we actually get to like spend time together. Or we don't, we don't like really spend time in the gym together and like traveling and stuff.
0: That does it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And of course, we want to say thank you again to Isabella for taking the time to come on our show. You are the sweetest human ever. And we are so excited to see what you and your team do next season. We'd also like to take a moment to thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. So a big thank you to Amy M., Emily B., Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, DFP, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, M, Derek H, Abby M, Martin, and Jasmine C. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level, and if you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, we have a link in the show notes down below to our Patreon page where you can learn more about the perks of each tier level and how much it costs. We'll be back next week with another interview. It's a secret for now, unless you're a Gold Level Patreon supporter, in which you can go look on the app and see who it is, but it's somebody who recently announced her plans to transfer next season, so we're going to be talking all about that, and it's going to be a really good one that you're not going to want to miss, so make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on so you don't miss it. We hope you guys have an awesome week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye! 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 Bye!